good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. So before we start today's show, I just want to let people know that I will be putting a video out on the Thailand Pass and everything to do with the Thailand Pass, hopefully today, with it being the first day of the reopening and the Thailand Pass website opening up, they will have all the rules down and we'll be able to put together a definitive guide. Once I go through that whole process, I'm going to go to the website and I will go through that website with you so you can see what it's like, kind of understand what you'll need to do when you get on it. And also then I will do a question and answers at the very end of that video. So if you have any questions, leave them down in the comment section or you can go to the link for the contact page that will be in the description of this video and you can send me a direct message there and I will try to address it during the show. Now the show will either be out later today or tomorrow Tuesday morning so keep an eye out for that I think a lot of people are still quite interested in the rules and regulations and what's being actually confirmed and then about the website itself so that'll be coming out either later today or tomorrow and uh, let's move on to the first story of the day Thailand logged 47 new COVID-19 fatalities and 8,859 new cases during the previous 24 hours, the Public Health Ministry announced on Sunday morning. On Saturday, 8,253 COVID-19 patients were discharged from hospitals after recovering from the coronavirus. Samut Prakan and Chanburi overtook Bangkok as the provinces with the most fatalities at 6 and 5, respectively, while the capital registered only 3 according to data from the CCSA, released on Sunday afternoon. Deaths were also reported in 21 other provinces across the country, it added. The COVID-19 task force highlighted its concerns over the four southern provinces of Narituat, Patani, Songkla and Yala as their numbers of new infections at 1,809 cases outnumbered the 1,278 cases detected in Bangkok and its immediate neighbouring provinces. Deputy Defence Minister General Chai Charn was concerned about an influx of illegal migrants on the borders with Myanmar and Cambodia as they could create a new coronavirus cluster in the country. Defence Ministry Spokesman General Kong Chip said on Sunday, Chiang Mai, Tak and Kanchanaburi on the Western Front and Chantanaburi on the Eastern Front were identified as the areas where security authorities were stepping up measures to stem illegal crossings, the spokesman said. Officials have said demand for labour for jobs shunned by Thai workers when the country reopens on Monday could be fed by traffickers bringing illegal workers into the country. And next up, tougher health screening measures at Chiang Mai International Airport. Due to recent surges in COVID-19 cases, Chiang Mai International Airport has adopted an eight-step protocol to make sure arriving passengers are safe, which may mean a delay of two to three hours before passengers are allowed to leave the airport following disembarkation. The enhanced health screening process will be able to handle up to 100 passengers per hour, according to officials. The first international flight to touch down at Chiang Mai International Airport will arrive on November 5th from South Korea under the charming Chiang Mai sandbox scheme. Between 70 and 102 domestic flights are also expected to land each day at the airport. Meanwhile, Chiang Mai Governor Prachan Pratakosol is in his capacity as head of the Provincial Communicable Disease Committee, has issued an announcement asking schools in the province to delay their planned resumption of on-site teaching at schools in high-risk areas from November 1st to after November 14th. During the two-week period, however, schools are advised to arrange for online teaching or via other platforms. 
Most schools are scheduled to reopen on Monday after they passed health and safety assessment with several rules in place with which they are required to comply. New COVID-19 infections in Chiang Mai now average 400 cases a day, prompting doctors to express serious concern over hospitals becoming overwhelmed and the prospect of a shortage of ICU facilities to accommodate severe cases. Now, I'm not quite sure what Chiang Mai are doing at the airport that will keep people after they get off their flight from getting to the front door and cause them to take two to three hours for this process. It sounds absolutely ridiculous and certainly isn't a way to be welcoming international tourists. Let's hope some common sense is found and this kind of nonsense is done away with. It would also be great that for this reopening that all these different airports that are accepting people would work under the same rules and then that would help passengers understand the steps that they have to do when they get there. But it seems that every airport is just implementing whatever it wants. There seems to be no guidance from government in relation to this. And to be honest with you, I just don't understand how it can be this way. But I I do understand because we all know this is how the government here work at times. But surely with something that is as big as reopening the country, that they would have streamlined each airport be following the same rules. But not in this case, I think. And moving on to our next story, health insurance not required for Thai returnees. Entry rules for Thai returnees will be basically the same as those for foreign arrivals, except for the health insurance requirement once the country reopens on Monday, the government has said. Expats living and working in Thailand with a valid visa or residential permit are also exempt if they can produce a social security card or certified letter from their employer. Otherwise, they are required to provide proof of health insurance coverage in Thailand, according to a detailed Q&A on the reopening process from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Deputy Government Spokesman Rachada Danderek said on Saturday that like foreigners, fully vaccinated Thais may enter the country without quarantine if they are travelling from any of the 46 places on the list announced by the government on October 21. One of the conditions is they must have stayed in those countries for at least 21 consecutive days. She said the exception is short-term travellers, Thais who normally live in the country but who have left for those countries for a short period. In this case, they do not need to have stayed in that country for 21 days to qualify for an exemption from quarantine provided they have not been anywhere else before returning. Like foreigners, they must also take a pre-flight RT-PCR test no older than 72 hours before boarding. They are also required to reserve and pay for accommodation overnight at an SHA Plus hotel or alternative quarantine facility and stay there for one night while they're waiting for the COVID test results. If the results are negative, they are free to go everywhere in Thailand. Unlike foreigners, Thais are not required to have health insurance for coverage of at least 50,000 US dollars since they are already covered by universal healthcare. For fully vaccinated returnees who do not come from the 46 places or have not stayed in any of them for 21 consecutive days, the sandbox rules will apply. They will have to book and pay for rooms at SHA Plus hotels for seven days. They will be tested first on arrival and then on day six or seven. After seven days, they can go to other areas. For Thais who have not been vaccinated or are not vaccinated in full, they will have to be quarantined for 10 days if they arrive by plane and 14 days at predefined facilities if they come by car. So there's some some rules for uh, Thai nationals and also for foreigners who live in Thailand who may go home maybe for a couple of weeks and want to come back again. If you work here, you can use your SSO card or if you have your own insurance here in Thailand, as long as it meets the requirements, you can use that to come back. So yeah, just a little making it just a little bit easier for expats maybe to leave the country and come back, which is a good thing at the end of the day. So, I mean, we have to say again, this is the Ministry for Foreign Affairs who's taken care of all of this, who, as I have said before, have been the shining light within the Thai government over the last year or so. 
And next up, Suvinabum Airport to welcome 30,000 passengers on Monday. The Airports of Thailand says its six international airports are ready to welcome passengers as it expects 30,000 passengers to arrive at Suvinabum Airport on Monday, the day of the country's reopening to foreign tourists. The AOT manages Suvinabum, Don Muang, Phuket, Chiang Mai, Mayfa, Luang, Chiang Mai and Hatiai International Airports. AOT President Konitanai says new tech equipment has been procured for all six airports to adjust to the new normal. All airport personnel have also received booster shots to improve immunity amongst the coronavirus. All agencies such as the airport quarantine office, immigration and customs have prepared drills to combat the virus at checkpoints he says. He says air traffic data shows Suvinabum Airport will facilitate about 440 commercial flights, 230 domestic and 110 international and 100 cargo flights on Monday. He said it has been estimated that those flights will take up only 30% of the airport's capacity, noting there will be about 30,000 passengers at the airport, including 7,000 from international flights. Mr. Nitanai says the AOT has procured 196 common-use self-service kiosks to help passengers check in and check 42 common-use bag drops. He says the kiosks will help passengers check in 6 to 12 hours before departure via the airline app, noting the kiosks will display a virtual seat map so passengers can choose where they want to sit in advance. Afterwards, passengers can use the CUBD for their baggage, Mr. Yitanai said. In addition, the AOT also planned to bring passengers from the main terminal building to a newly opened SAT-1 building, which could increase the airport's capacity to accommodate more than 30 million passengers per year, he says. So a little bit misleading now there by saying there's going to be 30,000, which makes it sound like there's 30,000 international arrivals coming. But actually, no, there's only they're guessing about 7,000 are going to come on Monday. And that's throughout all six airports. But I know Chiang Mai doesn't have anybody arriving until November 5th. So you'll have probably Phuket. I doubt you'll have any coming to Hajai too. So you'll have Phuket, Bangkok, both airports in Bangkok. And I'd say there will be the main hub of flights on Monday. It'll be interesting to see how they will do in relation to handling all these people when they do arrive. Because they haven't handled any people really for close to you know a year and nine months now just a couple of things they've actually increased the number of countries that were on the list from 46 to 63 and i note that india has been added to that list but russia still are not on it the procedures at the different airports are not the same just to let people know so for example in bangkok you must book your hotel package that will that will include the rt-pcr test however i've heard in phuket that you don't have to do that you only have to show an sha plus hotel because you will be charged at the airport in phuket when you arrive and the price i think is 2400 baht that includes your pcr test and and then they'll give you that ATK test kit that you need to use in day six or seven. But they're going to sell it at the airport. They'll charge you at the airport. So that's just another piece of information. Now on transfers and especially in Phuket, I'm not 100% sure what's going on in Bangkok. But during the sandbox, you didn't have to get your transfer from the hotel, by the way. You just had to book an SHA plus transfer. So as far as I know right now, that's still the case. So you don't have to get it from them. You just have to make sure it's SHA plus certified. And that's the main thing. Now that's for Phuket anyway. But they seem to be doing their own thing down there. And I don't know how that's going to play into the fact that according to the rules, you're meant to upload a code to verify you've paid for your first night hotel and PCR test. But they're going to charge you for the test when you get there. So who knows how that's going to work out. If I get more details on it, I certainly will let you guys know. I am planning on Monday or Tuesday to do a whole video on the Thailand Pass. Hopefully by then, 
all the rules will be set and we'll be able to go through everything and give you the absolute clear and final information for it and then we'll open up the Thailand Pass website and we'll see what it looks like and we'll see whether or not it's difficult to fill out and we'll try to upload some documents and see how that works out for you guys too so we'll get back to all that on Monday or Tuesday and if you have any questions in relation to the Thailand Pass or coming to Thailand just leave your questions down below in the comment section or you can visit the website www.thaiexpat.com expatdailyshow.com and you can email me directly from there and I'll try to address those questions during that video in relation to the Thailand Pass. And next up is a story I can definitely empathize with the bar owners and restaurant owners in. Pattaya Booze Ban stays. Operators perturbed. Local tourism operators in Pattaya are upset that the popular resort city has been left off a short list of places where alcohol sales will be allowed in restaurants starting on Monday. Pattaya deserves to be included in a four-province cluster where restaurants will have permission to sell alcoholic beverage to patrons, said Bunanit Patasin, president of the Pattaya Business and Tourism Association. He made the comment after the CCSA said that eateries in Bangkok, Krabi, Panya and Phuket will be the only places allowed to sell beer, wine and the like from Monday in line with the reopening of the country to travellers. Prime Minister Prayat Chanacha has said that authorities hope to be able to allow alcohol sales in restaurants and other venues nationwide from December 1 as the country gears up for the year-end festive season. Pattaya risks losing an edge to compete with other tourism provinces even though the city is among the leading destinations in the country for foreigners, Mr. Bunanath said. He said COVID cases in Pattaya were fewer than in Bangkok, but the alcohol ban was lifted in the capital. The spread of the virus in Chonburi province also tended to be concentrated in factory clusters outside Pattaya, he added. Chonburi on Friday reported 382 new cases, the provincial public health reported. See, Rasha district had the most new infections with 90, while Ban Lamuang, where Pattaya is located, logged just 48. And that leads us into the story of tonight in relation to Bangkok City Hall, alcohol and restaurants only allowed until 9pm. Bangkok restaurants that want to serve alcohol must be SHA certified and service must end by 9pm, City Hall said on Saturday as it detailed regulations for the lifting of many COVID restrictions starting on Monday. Many other types of businesses including gyms and cinemas with certain conditions will be allowed to resume as the capital prepares to welcome international tourists. However, entertainment venues, pubs, bars and karaoke shops still will remain closed. The Communicable Disease Control Committee of the Bangkok Metropolitan Administration announced a new rule a day after the central government designated Bangkok, Krabi, Panya and Phuket as tourist-oriented blue zones as part of the Tourism and Economic Revival Plan. Disease control officials stressed that businesses allowed to open or conduct some activities must continue to abide strictly by universal COVID prevention guidelines and must have COVID-free settings. The ease restrictions will be in effect from November 1 to 30th but authorities reserve the right to make changes as needed. Officials advise restaurants that want to serve alcohol to improve their venue in line with the new normal conditions brought about by the pandemic as a way to boost the confidence of customers, including tourists. Businesses that can resume operation and conditions are nurseries, child development centres and special needs child centres, care centres for the elderly, restaurants, eateries can open normally but alcoholic drinks are only allowed at shops that meet the SHA standards set by the Tourism Authority of Thailand and consumption must not extend beyond 9pm. Cinemas can open with audience capacity limited to 75% of seats. Convenience stores, fish markets and flea markets can open normally. Libraries and all kinds of museums can also 
open normally beauty clinics can also open nail salons tattoos open via appointment customers at tattoo shops must be fully vaccinated or have an rt-pcr test or an atk test within 72 hours spa and thai massage shops can open via appointment public parks sports ground stadiums etc can all be opened again businesses that will remain closed are entertainment venues pubs karaoke massage parlors game arcades internet shops cockfighting rings and horse racing tracks activities with more than 1,000 people are not allowed unless permission has been obtained from the health department they can serve alcohol until nine o'clock at night in the restaurant it's really they just can't seem to you know just push it make it midnight no 9 p.m because as we all know covid likes to come out after nine o'clock it's his favorite time to hit the town so we need to make sure the alcohol is gone by nine because the COVID will be out at that time. Have you ever heard of anything so stupid in all your time? This kind of stuff is just, it's not based on any science. It's just based on the mood of a person at the same time who thinks he knows what he's really talking about. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm talking about too in relation to it, but I've never seen any evidence that drinking alcohol at eight o'clock versus drinking alcohol at 10 o'clock will affect you getting COVID or not. I just have never seen the science behind that. So that's why I, I, I would question it. But look, tourists are coming back. I think you need to open up everything i think if you've decided you're going to accept international tourism and you've made all these different zones you've made the effort of getting everybody vaccinated why not open everything as normal that's what a tourist area is people will be frustrated when they come to a place that's half shut down by nine o'clock at night and that's just my opinion on i think a lot of the people will see it coming will be still people with families in thailand who haven't wanted to do the sandbox i think we'll see quite a few of those kind of people who you know want to come home see their wife their girlfriend their children whoever it may be now what are your thoughts on all this guys do you think this whole thing with restaurants is just silly nonsense being played by the government and the Bangkok Metropolitan Administration. Do you see it as a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, the whole reopening, how do you feel about it? Do you see it as a positive step right now? Do you see it as, you know, something that's still too slow that they need to jump to the next level? I'd love to know your opinions down below in the comments section. And next up, the Phuket Daily News. Yesterday, we had 1,004 international arrivals at Phuket International Airport. They arrived on eight international flights. Two Thai Airways, one Guatar, one Emirates, one Etihad, one Scoot, and two Singapore Airlines. And now for some Phuket news headlines. Phuket small business operators call for SHA Plus to be cancelled. A group of local small hotel owners, transport drivers, and small tour operators rallied in Phuket town yesterday, calling for the government to cancel its requirement for tourists to stay only at SHA Plus hotels on entering the country. Diver drowns while spearfishing at Lyon Beach. A local diver drowned while he was spearfishing at Lai Beach in Kamala yesterday. Expedite efforts to give people jobs, Phuket governor says. The governor of Phuket, Narang Wunsi, has urged local authorities to expedite the ongoing recruitment campaign to help fight unemployment and provide local people with a source of income. Phuket pubs, bars to remain closed, but alcohol in restaurants may be sold until 11pm. In line with directives issued from Bangkok, all pubs, bars and entertainment venues are to remain closed until at least November 15, under a new order issued by the Phuket Governor Narang Wunsi. And finally, direct Phuket flights from Kazakhstan resume. The first regular scheduled flight service from Kazakhstan to resume since the COVID-19 tourism shutdown was brought into effect last year, landed in Phuket this morning, bringing 165 tourists entering the country under the Phuket Sandbox scheme. 
But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.